Hey everyone, this is Lance from the band Eris. You are listening to Nick with St. Paul Filmcast. Check out our new single, The Roche Limit, off of our unreleased EP, Formation. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or any music platform you use. And please give Nick the support that he gives us by sharing this podcast to your friends. And with me today is Jennifer Kelsenberg uh, Shea. Hello. Hi there. How are you? Hi. Did you get now? What did you order at Starbucks? Is your I, I'm kind of curious now. You know, I had to get one of the green tea um, frappuccinos. Okay. With coconut milk. Okay. Fantastic. If you haven't tried it, one of their kind of little new things, right. and it's just kind of okay. like eating green tea ice cream with a little bit of whipped cream, and you just like are drinking it out of the. The straw, it's fantastic. So you're, more of a, so you're more of a tea drinker than a coffee drinker. Actually, I'm a complete coffee drinker and espresso drinker. Um, but I found this, okay. and it's kind of like my little dessert thing. So no, I'm really a hardcore like Americano espresso drinker is more my thing. Right. Well, I have to say, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, I, I like to. One of my my favorite thing is interest is names, and I always kind of talk about names. But you and I, I think, have one of the most common names from the '90s. I think everybody's had a friend named Jennifer, and everybody had a friend named Nick. Am I kind of right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody around who was born, I don't know, within five years of me, I think, is heavy, heavy Jennifer. Yes. <laughs> so you didn't go. Th- you didn't go through the Jenny phase. I did. Okay. I was Jenny with you know until I was probably 18. I think my brothers still call me Jenny. Um, so and a couple friends from back when I was a kid. Right. But for the most part, everybody called me Jen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I I knew a lot of friends that like you don't call me Jenny at all. So, okay, Jennifer. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. For so whatever reason, I didn't. After a point, I was like, no more Jenny. I don't know if I felt like it made me sound young or what. You know, when you want to get older or whatever, but. Sure. And now I feel like it would make me sound too old. So I don't like Jenny either way. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I never. I, I, I think my mom was the only person that called me Nikki. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. All your boyhood friends. Hey, Nikki. You know, yeah, like, right. After a few beverages, then you become Nikki and Jenny. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So I was going to get back to a little bit of history. You've been an actress in many different movies, um, and you actually got to play a role that I'm really actually curious about. You actually got to play a detective in a short film with Gabby. I did. Yeah. I did. Could you tell me? Uh, what, that was, what was the name of it again? Me, Myself, and Ida. Oh, that's right. That's right. I think um, uh, it was in, uh, Gabby's in it as well, but... Um, a gentleman by the name of Cole Meyer was part of that, right? Yes, Cole was the um, director, writer, producer. Gabby was Ida, and I played Detective Kate Mitchum alongside Andreas Paras, who played um, Detective Martinez. 
So we, yes, we were the crime solving. It was very fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, you know, because I, I, I'm, you know, I did my own detective comic kind of comic book. I always kind of love those crime stories. I think that would be a fascinating role to do would be a detective wearing a badge and leather jackets and drinking coffee around crime scenes. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I think that, that would actually be a really fun job, like if to have in real life even. So, yeah, I would have liked to have, um, it was a short and it would have been great to expand on it a little bit more for sure. Yes, absolutely. I love those kind of roles. Yeah. You can put yeah. a lot of, lot of kind of snarky personality into it and, you know, kind of have a lot of fun with those kind of things. So, mm -hmm. well, outside of acting, you've done dancing yeah. as well. Am I right? You're right about that. I used to dance for the North Stars. I was an electric star back in the early 90s before they uh, left for Dallas. So the North Stars, the professional hockey team and people outside our area that know, yeah, before they left. Yeah, okay. Yes, the professional hockey team, NHL, that before they left. And now they're the Dallas Stars, for those of you out there in the world who don't know what a North Star is. Um, they're still really popular around here, though, believe it or not, Nick. Every time I go to a concert, a festival, fair uh pick anything in public i swear i see somebody wearing a north star logo hat shirt you know, whatever. i'm not kidding it blows my mind it's just there it's still everywhere it's really weird so when you worked as a, yeah. a north star is it like were you on ice or were you in the stands well both but if we were on the ice we didn't skate we would put a mat down on the ice and then just dance you know kind of on the mat okay and do our routine okay. out there yeah okay all right okay. so otherwise Go ahead. Um, can you skate? I can skate. I'm not like really proficient, okay. but I did do a commercial back probably in like 2000 for um, Pontiac GMC with the Minnesota Wild. And it was, what would you do if you had the keys to a Pontiac gym, yeah. you know, for a weekend? And so we got to shoot around the city for three days. And one of the things that we got to do was go to the Strauss skating place and they bought us all brand new skates so i have still this brand new pair of figure skates that i use on occasion yeah. um but yeah. yeah i mean yeah so i mean we had to skate a little bit in that piece so i mean i can i can do it but it's not like i'm a figure skater by any stretch of the imagination so <laughs> so how long how long were you part of the uh, north star associate dancing with the north star um i was on that team for about two years okay okay so two okay. seasons okay. yeah mm-hmm and then, I mean, it's like seasonal jobs. So did you have other jobs as well? Yeah. You know, um, back then I was also working, I think, as a restaurant, um, at a restaurant as a server and possibly sure. even at Rainbow sure. Foods as a, as a cashier because I think they offered health insurance <laughs> back then. <laughs> so I believe that's why I, I got that gig. Yeah. Do you, mm -hmm. uh, do you still go to hockey games? Do you still watch hockey? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you, we went we went all the way. We went to game six in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. So I've got to go to all yeah. those games, and you know what I mean? And I, I, I've done it, you know? And I was never, like, the biggest huge hockey fan. I was a dancer when I got the gig, not a hockey fan, you know? So right. it was just kind of a dancing gig, and it kind of came and went. And, you know, I was, you know, I still know a lot of hockey players and stuff like that, but not really, you know? And the, the commercial I did with the, uh, the Wild just kind of so happened to be that, we were paired up with them. So, again, hockey just keeps coming back in, but right. not necessarily because I'm wild about it, you know. And not that I have anything against it, you know what I mean? It's just I don't really watch sports a whole lot. So, right. <laughs> yeah. not, It's not like you're extensively following, but, yeah. Um, do you do, like, a lot of sports stuff? 
You know, I work out. I, you know, classic, you know, I did dancing, obviously. So then that kind of leads into a little bit of ballet. When you're older, yoga, Pilates. Um, I've done some mountain biking. Um, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Hiking, you know, so just you, in general. So kind of keeping fit every day, you know. <laughs> so you like, to, you like to be out and moving about. I do. I do. I'm very busy, very active. Um, my lifestyle keeps me going. Yeah, I move move around quite a bit. I have a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, it's very hard to find you sitting down on, on talking on a podcast, right? It is. Yes. And it's actually kind of nice, though, because I can chill and just, like, relax and not have to do anything to focus on talking to you right now. So that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I know both of us are from Minnesota. So do you have, like, a winter activity you keep doing? Is there a favorite, like, winter thing to do to keep active? You know, really, it's travel. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of <laughs> – I like to try to kind of find warmth um, as much as I can in the winter. So we like to go – my kids and I like to go down to Jamaica or, um, you know, out in the L.A. area or anywhere in Florida. You know, Key West is always fun. And um, I've actually um, been with Aveda, buying Aveda products for so long that I've earned up enough points now to take advantage of their rewards program. And I'm going to be going to a spa, I believe, in Antigua, unless they move it to another Caribbean island, which I would be happy with as well, um, sometime probably next winter. So I've got enough points now for the free little three-day trip. So You might, you might be so decompressed and deflated you forget your kids' names. You might be right about that, Nick. <laughs> Somebody will have to slap me when I get back here on, on the U.S. soil. Right, yeah. Well, no, no, no kid? I don't remember. I, I've been. I know, yeah, I, do I have kids? Who am I? <laughs> what am I doing here? So, what was your, like, what is your, like, do you, do you just like to travel in general or do you like a specific location? You know, I like to travel in general. Um, I was an exchange student in Germany back in 89. Oh, so, wow. you know, I was on the communist side of the wall got to go to east berlin and you know do all that kind of cool stuff and see all that so that was really interesting to actually be in a communist country and experience all that so yeah ever since then you know we went to out the year after that we went out to california anaheim to dance at a bowl game for dance the team so yeah i've been traveling since then and anywhere i can go that's warm in the winter basically and then of course i love new york in the summer um but i will not go there in the winter i absolutely refuse to go anywhere where it's cold in the winter it's just not happening <laughs> I'm listening. so I'm kind of kinda, warm. i'm listening i'm just getting kind yeah. of a chuggle of the winter yes i agree with you mm-hmm. yeah very anti-winter very just like i'm so tired of being cold and just like you know yeah having to drive in it and all that stuff so yeah just basically trying to get out of that as much as possible and so i'm um, going back with your um your career as acting and all that stuff is that something that you eventually journey into or that's something that you always wanted to do you know, I was a dancer always, and I, I think for a long time, you know, up to a certain age, I don't even know what age, but that I wanted to kind of pursue that, but wasn't really sure, like, what avenue, because back then there weren't all those dance shows, and what, how was I going to make money as a dancer, you know? So, then, you know, modeling kind of crossed your mind, but, you know, I wasn't really the tall, skinny, you know, model that anybody was looking for back then, so that didn't really happen either. And then I had my first commercial at 18 with WLOL, through dancing, actually. Wow. And I, and I worked with a crew from L.A., you know what I mean? It was a very professional set right out of the gate, and they were like, you know, you're good at this. You should keep doing it. And so I just pursued it and, you know, kind of went from there. Um, I ended up in a Prince video that who knows what even happened to it. but um, And just, you know, this and that, a couple little commercials back in the day. 
And um, yeah, just kind of kept going with it. And then I moved out to Arizona for a while. I actually took my acting classes out there okay. um, and did scenes okay. and all that kind of stuff. So I had an agent out there and I worked a little bit out there and then uh, came back and yeah, just kind of, you know, I have a lot of agents, but I also get a lot of my own stuff. So I think the film stuff is basically just the kind of the groups you're in basically on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And I see the audition notices. Sometimes my agent will send me out on stuff um, film wise, which is great, but it seems like I get more of that on my own. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of yeah. gotten to know a lot of people in the film community. And it's so fun going on set. Every time you go there, you know more and more people. And it's just, it's awesome. You know, it's just really fun working here in Minneapolis on film. It's a lot of great people. Well, what's, what, is that kind of the biggest surprise doing films here in Minnesota is how, you know, how well it goes and all, you know, how really creative people are out here. I wouldn't say surprising, no, but I will say, um, since I've been doing it since I was 18, that was, you know, a while ago, let's not even say how many years, but, you know, when I was back in the day, and I did take a break for probably like eight, nine years at a, at a point, and I've been back now five, six years, and I feel like from when I left back, it was probably, you know, 14 years ago now, to now, it has grown and gotten so much tighter and better, and um, I don't know, I think there's just more, I think, exciting work. Yeah. There's more work that has depth and, and things that you're interested in doing, you know? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of creativity and a lot of passion. There's so many people just ready to put everything into it all the time. And it's just hardworking artists, you know? It's so fun. Um, I know mm -hmm. like, when you let, you do a lot of independent movies, there's not a, a lot mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, markets for a variety of subjects. So when you go on a set, do you kind of do your own makeup or you bring somebody with you or how do you do that? You know, sometimes, I, uh, believe it or not, a lot of times we do have a makeup artist on set. There are a lot of okay. amazing, amazingly talented makeup artists yeah, in the no city. Kidding, yeah. <laughs> Oh, special effects and, you know, every day. I mean, it's, I'm blown away. So a lot of times we do, but sometimes you do have to show up makeup ready. I have a tiny bit of an advantage. I used to be an instructor at the Abadi Institute, you know, way back. Yeah. And I did hair for yeah. a while. So I actually went to school there. So I can kind of do my own hair and makeup a little easier, I think, maybe than some people who have always been in the theater and always had their hair and makeup done for them. Yeah. You know, which I do run into actors who, since they were kids, have always had it done. You know, and so they've never really had to do their own hair. So they do struggle more, I guess, than I do because I, I learned how to do it. So, um, but sometimes you, you do have to do that. Yeah, you have to make sure that, you know, you're, now I don't always have the best HD makeup, you know, in my own kit. So if we need that, <laughs> we, we better have a makeup artist on set. But yeah, I can usually do okay on my own. Well, uh, the only reason I bring it up is I would just, I would, especially for people who are going to go into auditions for small films, independent films that you might want to be able to do that because you don't know if that's be on set a makeup person on set you might be want to be versatile like you are it's true yeah the more you can do in this market the better it's true yeah. yep so, absolutely yep outside of doing acting in film have you done acting on stage and theater you know i worked at the black box theater back in the 90s for a little bit um and then, you know, as I, I got a little older, busier with work, had kids, I just didn't have the time, you know, rehearsing every night in the weekend. Sure. I, I wish I could because I loved it. I had such a ball with it. And, you know, I always say when I retire and get old and don't have anything really holding me down, work or children-wise, I will do theater again at some point. But, um, no, right now it's just not in um, anything I can do. I just don't have the time. So, yeah. but yeah, I love to go yeah. to theater, you know, whenever I can go catch a, 
a play. I, I love it. So is it kind of like your is, is it more of a favorite than like film? Do you kind of preference that more? Um, I prefer film to be honest. Okay. Okay. Yep, I do like film um, the best. Um, I like a lot of aspects about film. Um, yeah. I like that I can do something that will be really good and out there forever in a shorter period of time because I have to make money and I have to raise my kids and I have to do all these other things. Yeah. It's not what I do for my job. So you got to fit it in. And so film, it just gives me so many more opportunities, I think, than theater would I, overall. I you know. Gonna, are you able to go to a lot of movies? I mean, do you take your kids to movies still? You know, I have two boys, so we are going to Marvel films and Marvel <laughs> films and DC Comics films. And so this is where I'm relegated to. So to be honest, that's what I see. You know, if, if <laughs> I don't see a lot of real point theater anymore or any point, you know what I mean? I, there's nothing really out there that's super deep uh, in my <laughs> movie watching days, unfortunately. Um I think I saw American Made, and I really liked that. What was that, a year ago or something? Um, yes, it was. It was. Otherwise, yeah, it's pretty much, yeah, the kids' stuff. You know, that's what I have time for. <laughs> um, are you kids, yeah. Do you kids watch your movies that you're in? You know, up to date, there really hasn't been anything that I think they would be interested in or okay. is appropriate, you okay. know, one or another. Um, but I have just worked on something recently. Um called the curse of raven heights and i do believe that they will want to see that one so i'm excited about when that comes out because i think they will want to see that right oh can you talk about that a little more because we've been um you know we talked with wes and blair and um there's been previous uh, i think um sally ann's been a previous guest on the show could you just give us a little bit about the movie yeah you know i know they don't want me to say too much but um i am so excited about it it is so well done well written well acted set costuming i mean everything it was just it was we had such a ball shooting it um i get to play something i haven't ever played in my life okay and okay. it's totally out of what i've been doing you know everything i do the last like six things i've done are totally different from the next yeah and yeah. number yeah. one i yeah. love that i love just you know people are like who are you well i like i'm range is what i am you know i like to do whatever i can do so you know i won't pigeonhole myself and tell you know i'm the whatever the attorney or the whatever i just won't do that so every time i take a role i try to make sure it's different than the last thing i did um so that my reel is just like all over the place um because i'm really just sort of interested in, in doing a lot of different things so um but anyway i play one of the scarier characters and i don't know if they want me to talk about what it is or not so i'm not really sure what to say i think they said but i, I right, yeah will scare the hell out of you yeah okay. mm -hmm. all right that's enough yeah that's enough sample for me to keep that's enough for me to, to live a little bit longer that's, yeah so what's it called again for my audience the curse of raven heights Okay, then you guys are all done shooting it, right? Um, we are shooting, done shooting for the time being. Yes, that is correct. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And do we know when it will be available? Like to proceed? Uh, you know, I want to say it's going to be probably next spring, realistically, closer to next spring. Okay. But, you know... I'm not in charge of decision making and things yeah. certainly could, yeah. you know, maybe they see another opportunity to do it a different way in a shorter period of time. I'm not sure. So, you know, within 12 months. Okay. How did you get be involved in the project? Um, I had sent in off of a TC Cinematics oh, posting. Okay. Um, okay. And I sent them my, you know, my stuff and they just, you know, had a discussion and came back and offered me the role. 
um, I think mostly because I had worked with some of the other people that were involved and, you know, some of the other people knew who I was. Um, I hadn't worked with Blair and West necessarily, but some of the other behind the scenes people. Um, and so they just kind of offered me, you know, the part that I got and, and it worked out really well. I was, they were just very happy to accept and it was a great time. Um, where did you shoot the, shoot the movie? We were up at a resort in Cushing, Minnesota. Oh, wow. So this little family-owned resort on this beautiful little lake that they had, you know, basically half of it rented out for us, and it was great. It was really nice. Had a great time. Is that the first time you've been up there? That was the first time I'd been to that resort, yes. Okay, okay. I used to actually go up there to Brainerd to dance line camp in high school, so I wasn't totally unfamiliar with the area. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So I think, I think Cushing is, what, about an hour and a half from St. Paul? Hour and forty-five minutes, but roughly, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Well, if you, not, not speed, if you obey the speed, if you obey the speed obey limit, the speed. right? You're true, right? <laughs> Which I have to, because I, yeah, one too many tickets, we just can't get another one. So we have to obey the speed limit over here, Nick. Did you guys get to go, <laughs> go fishing when you're shooting the movie up there? Uh, no. Uh, it, it was actually too cold. I, I was that, napping one day. That, I do believe the pontoon went out for an hour. I missed out on that, but no, it was kind of cold on the lake for that kind of thing so do you yeah. actually i mean you're kind of from minnesota do you do the whole fishing and all the minnesota outdoor kind of stuff no <laughs> no i really don't um i grew up fishing you know with my family my uncles ice fishing and you know whatever and yeah you know i, I don't mind fishing in a boat in the summer when it's a nice day and I'm not too far away from the shore, you know, that is okay with me. But beyond that, I, I you know, I'm kind of afraid the boat's not going to start and be in the middle of the lake and I can't get out or, you know, I hate ice fishing cause I'm, I don't like cold. So, but, um, I did grow up with a dad who liked to fish and God bless him. Um, that's actually the fondest memories I have are fishing with my dad. So I will say, yes, I like fishing because of that. But at the same time, no, I don't fish anymore, and I don't like to ice fish. <laughs> oh. So we won't be seeing you on the boats this summer, okay? Not unless they want me to shoot a commercial, then I am all yours, okay? I'm putting that out there to anybody listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so are you still doing the dancing, even though you're not necessarily part of a studio or anything? No, not really. Um, you know, I'll choreograph once in a while. I've choreographed for, you know, a couple films and this Delta Airlines group a couple of times. But I haven't done anything here in the last probably year or so with that even either. But, you know, I can I can choreograph as well, you know. so. Oh, really? Okay. Sometimes okay. I, yeah, you know, and I should probably make a little more of a point to promote that. But at the same time, when I'm busy with work, I want to promote it too much because that does take up more time behind the scenes, obviously, than just showing up and being an actor, um, knowing your lines. You know, you can have to create the whole thing and work it out and do all your, you know, your spacing and your placing of everybody. And, you know, there's just all kinds of stuff going on with choreography. So, but I do like it and, you know, would be interested in, I love to be able to work as a choreographer, you know, so that's fun. Yeah. You feel like you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a particular favorite dance movie? Uh, oh, you know, this is so cheesy, but I love Dirty Dancing. You know, I, I do. I love Dirty Dancing. So other than that, um, no, not really. Do you have, um, do you yeah. have, do you have now, this is a true fan. Do you have a copy of Dirty Dancing on VHS? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. 
Well, when's the last time you watched it, you think? You know, it's been a few years. It has probably been since, well, yeah, it's been a few years. Probably at least five, six years. Did you, I mean, did you, did you see it in a theater or did you see it as a rental? Or like, just really impressed you? I think I saw it in the theater originally back when it first came out. And being a dancer, you know, I just loved all the dance scenes. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, you love the storyline. You know, you love the, the love story. Um, and, yeah. I, I have to confess, I've only seen it once, and that was enough for me. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you're not a dancer and you're not into that, I completely respect that, Nick. I get it. <laughs> I, I have to admit, I think I've seen Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze about a thousand times. Okay. All right. Good so, enough. <laughs> and in all fairness, those fight scenes in Rodos, those are dance choreographed scenes. I mean, even though it's kind of like fighting, but that's very much a dancing. You know your steps and maneuvers and all. Right. And he was a dancer. You know, he was such a trained professional dancer that that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Do you see it like that? I don't know if I. I can't remember if I saw Roadhouse. I mean, I'm sure I must have, but. I don't really remember it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I'd like to ask you a neat question about your dancing background. Um, can you, can it something that you can point out to, to a stranger? Like, you, can you see him visually and, like, I just know that they are a dancer? Or is it something that's just, you, you spot visually, it's like, wow, I, I think I know that he's a dancer or something like that? You know, there is a certain carriage. And the way people hold themselves and walk, and yeah, you can sometimes tell. Um, and you can sometimes tell if they're, like, dancing now, and they did dance every day, and they're rehearsing, and they're on it all the time, or if they maybe used to dance. There's kind of a difference there, too. Um, you know, you can tell people are hard in it right now, maybe people who used to dance. So, yeah, I, I guess I can kind of see see that a lot in the way they walk or hold their bodies, their carriage, you know? Yeah, right. I mean, you watch James Cagney, and he's done these gangster films, but you very obviously how he carries himself, you can tell he was a very accomplished dancer prior to doing those kind of movies. Yeah. Right, because you can just move smoothly through the scene, and you're not stumbling all over yourself, and it, you can just kind of, you know, slip and slide through the, you know, the thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's helped me with a few things I've done, you know, where I've had to like, okay, run through this tiny little area, then grab the keys and we're going to get the shot, da, 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 you know what I mean? And I'm zipping around, but I can do it because I've done it, you know? So it's, it is helpful. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I will point you to a direction of a movie. Have you seen or heard about the remake of Suspiria, which is a horror dance movie? I've never even heard of that. Oh, you, I think, well, you might, it's a horror movie. It's a, very much a okay. horror movie. But it, it's about of girls that are being recruited into a dance studio that is probably overtaken by demonic uh, I, people. Oh, And wow. so a lot of their dance steps are probably enchantments to open up spells and all that stuff. You'd probably like Suspir. I probably would. I should check that out. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. I'll, I'll, I'll message you the information and see if that's up your alley. Okay, sounds good. Sounds just good. All right. You just can't bring the kids to see it. That's all. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I Good I, info. Well, I have to ask you: Do you like do you, do you watch horror movies, Jennifer? You know, I do like horror. Okay. Um, I, my kids actually do like horror as well, so that's a fun one. Um, I actually know the DP on it too. Um, oh. I was his driver a few years back, and so my kids are just pumped. You know, I've been sending him these little poster things that he's been posting, and I'm like, "Haha, you're so excited to see this!" Yeah. So yeah, that's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, the, I mean, the horror movies, is there, like, any, you can watch any kind of genre of film movies? 
You know, I can watch about anything. Um, I really don't like love stories. Really? It, they're just boring. Really? I, they're just boring. I could, you know, I don't want to see people make out. I don't want to see people fight about the same old thing. You know what I mean? I, I just think they're done out and played out. I, they're just not. Uh, they're just boring. Well, it's, it's kind of. <laughs> It's kind of forecast throughout the whole movie that the people that hate each other the most eventually are going to come to love each other, right? Right. Yeah. Or you're going to love each other at the beginning and break up at the end. You know, it's like, uh, whatever. Yeah, I, I, The whole thing just doesn't interest me. I don't know. It's, I don't I know. Still have, I still get a chuckle. It's my favorite cliche is running in the airport to catch the one before she leaves, right? That's my favorite yeah. cliche is the running in the airport. Oh, no, no. Yeah, him. which he you couldn't even do him. now without buying a plane ticket, you know? <laughs> do you, I, I don't mean to put it on the spot, but do you have a favorite cliche? Uh, favorite cliche? Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, have, I have my panel discussions. We always point out our favorite cliches. And mine, mine is always the running to the and the airport to catch the <laughs> Um... I don't know if I have a favorite cliche. I don't. I don't think I do. Well, then, I don't know. You have to think of one when you come back, right? Right. There you go. Assignment for next time. <laughs> so if you want, if you could, why don't you tell me what was your um, what was the last movie that you seen? The last movie I had seen. What did we see the other day? We watched. Actually, I, I started mid '90s the other day. Actually, Jonah oh, Hill's film. Wow! Yeah. And oh, it looked great, and I was a little bit into it, and I, of course fell asleep. And um, I still have it at the house. So, um, it, you know, it looked almost like it might be hard for me to watch um, part of it because I do have kids, and there's something that went wrong at one point, and I thought, oh my god. I don't know if I can watch this or not, but I do have that at home, and I, I probably will finish that. But that looked interesting to me, and I'd heard a lot about it. So, mid-90s. A, a, a lot of independent podcasters put it in their top ten movies of last year. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and it's well, um, yeah. Jonah Hill directed that, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, interesting. You and I are kind of the same age. We remember the VHS camcorders and people videotaping your skateboard antics and all that stuff. I, I we remember. Yeah, I do. Yep. Yep. Yes. Me and the skateboard yes. never were friends, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can really, yeah. The, I I don't know how those people can do skateboarding. I don't know how they. No, so that. Is there a movie of this year that you have seen that you liked? Oh, what have I seen at the theater? You know what? I will say this. I am looking forward to seeing Toy Story 4. It's not out yet. I, it comes out in June, and I really am looking forward to taking my kids to see Toy Story 4. So I haven't seen anything yet other than a couple of Marvel movies. You know, I saw Shazam and Captain America or whatever, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, that's what it was. And, you know, whatever. They were fine, but okay. I, I'm really looking forward to Toy Story 4. So you've seen, <laughs> so. You've seen all the, the, the previous ones with your kids, right? Yes. Yep. We have seen all the Toy Stories together. Yep. Everybody's caught up. And my son actually, speaking of just watching, you know, series, my son actually just watched the whole Harry Potter series over again. So oh. kind of get got into that again, too. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, is there, uh, we're speaking of favorites, is there a favorite play that you like to go see? You know, I saw 12 Angry Men with uh, Richard Thomas and George Went a few years back, and that was awesome. Oh, George Went uh, played with Norman Cheers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Richard, yep, so they oh, were... Richard, 
Wow. Where, where, yeah. Where, could you tell us where it was playing at? Was it here in the Twin Cities? Yes, it was at the Orpheum. And it was, it was probably 10 or so years ago at this point. It was a while ago. Yeah. Um, so Jennifer, when you when you do your acting roles, do you how do you like to rehearse? Do you usually do it in a quiet spot? Do you do it out in the public? Um, usually, when you're rehearsing, um, do you do it in front of a mirror? How's what kind of process do you like to do? Uh, I drive around constantly, so I've always got my lines with me, and I just learn them in my car. My last piece, I had to speak a different language, so I had to just learned that, and I just drive around and I just. Recite it and recite it and recite it until I have it, and then I play around with it. So I do it by myself in the car like I do everything because that's all I have time for, Nick. <laughs> this is, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like your car is your little sanctuary away from it's, where you Well, and it's my office, too. I'm a mobile, you know, document presenter for my job, and so that's what I do. I drive paperwork, and I'm a notary, and so I'm on the road constantly, you know, driving kids and doing my job and just running around so yeah it's fascinating mm-hmm. when i interview a lot of independent film, filmmakers how much they almost live in their cars all of them every, every cast and crew they just constantly live in the cars everything is ready to go you have to be and you when you work you work so hard around the clock and you're there you know a week at a time or whatever and it's just like and you work the whole time you know and then you go home for a day and then you run you know those crew people i, I don't know how any of them don't just, I mean, I suppose they're all young and they do burn out, but I, it's just amazing how hard they work. I mean, they just work and work and work and they don't sleep. And yeah, the makeup artist too, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. The crew people are just the best. Can, can you watch yourself in a movie? I can. I didn't used to be able to, but I can now and I do it just because I kind of want to see, do I like it or not? What do I want to change, you know? So I just said, eh, I'll just watch myself. And sometimes I'm kind of curious to see, I tried something, I want to see how it's going to play out, you know? So I can, yeah. Do you, do you like to pick out your own outfits for your roles, or do you kind of leave that to the, to the production? You know, that is one thing I will say nine times out of ten, you're in charge of your own wardrobe around here. Okay. No matter what you're doing, you are typically in charge of your own wardrobe. So just by nature of how it is around here, I always pick my own stuff out. So I only bring what I want to wear. I'm not going to bring something I don't want to wear. You know, I go within their parameters or whatever. But, yeah, I make sure that I'm going to wear, you know, bring something. Typically, if they do have wardrobe or whatever, I'm like, fine, whatever, this fits what you want. So I'll just wear it. You know, we're set in 92, so I'm going to wear this whatever thing because they've got it there and and so that's fine. So I do like I've done a couple historical reenactment style pieces, you know, so then you've got to be dressed by them because they right. always have like I'm right. in this blazer, you know, in this particular cut pants or whatever that you don't have anymore because it is so long ago. But did yeah. you ever consider doing anything else in movies like writing or directing? Well, as a matter of fact, I am writing currently with a friend of mine, another actor, and we have a piece we are working on. We just had a meeting today, actually. So we are, yeah, I have a great idea for something that I can't really talk again too much about, but yeah, I am actually writing something right now. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Is it yeah. something is that something that you're doing in your car? <laughs> uh, well, eventually, I'm sure I'll be working on it in the car. Uh, today, I actually was able to meet at a coffee shop and, and talk about it, but t- yeah, there will be work in the car on it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, it's just an early process, and I think people who are interested in writing screenplays will like to learn. Uh, are you doing outlines? Are you doing index cards? How are you, how are you starting out? You know, I have an outline. 
Um, and we have kind of an idea, uh, kind of bookended. You know, I got the beginning, I got the end. I have kind of a concept of how I want it to show and present. Um, and yeah, I mean, I have a, a fairly solid outline. I will probably collaborate with um, a better screen script writer who's done it before just to kind of say, hey, help me with a little dialogue, help me with a little structuring here, um, kind of give them my vision. But I kind of know what I want. I just need a tiny little bit of help with how you actually lay it out on the paper because I've never actually worked with that software. I've never actually done that before, you know, just to get it in the right format and to get it to where somebody's going to accept looking at it, you know. So, yeah. Do you, um, when you come up with the idea, do you think title first or story first? You know, this happened just out of, I mean, I knew I wanted to write something, and I was having an organic conversation with somebody else, and it just sort of fell into my our laps. I said, you know what, I have this idea. And I backed it up for her based on the conversation we were having, and so there it just sort of came. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, do you, I mean, you're writing it, but you already have kind of an ending in mind, or you're working up to it? No, we know the ending, okay. um, and we know the beginning, and we kind of know what we want in the middle. We kind of do have, you know, how we want it to play out, and yeah, I mean, I've got a few people that I want to work on it, and yeah, <laughs> a couple of people that I might have mentioned loosely, but I'm like, listen, you're going to be in every scene. You don't know that yet, but you know, hopefully they're going to be okay with it, so we'll see how it goes. So, um, so you're in the process of writing it right now, and you're kind of working out the dialogues and characters and all that stuff, and... Um, how do you like the process? Love it. And I do have a title, getting back to your earlier question. Okay. Um, we titled okay. it right out of the original story, and, yeah, I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm having a ball with it. So, mm -hmm. Is this something you want to okay. keep I'm one of those people that will think about stuff for a long, long time, so when I actually do it, it happens pretty quickly. <laughs> I have thought about exactly what I want to do for a long time, so when I actually do it, it happens pretty fast. You and so. I have two things in common now. We have common names, and then our – Create a process is the same. I have to think about it. I have to talk about it for a long time before I actually somebody says, why don't you just do it? Yeah, I don't even talk a whole lot about it. I'm more of a thinker. I'm more inside my own head. But uh, I happen to collaborate with somebody on this because, again, that's where it kind of came from, and it's just going to be great fun. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I think yeah. you gotta you got to enjoy doing it. Even when it doesn't feel like it's a lot of fun, you still got to enjoy doing it, right? Right. Yeah. And for whatever it's, you know, whatever happens with it, you know, we're excited to write it. We're excited to have the idea. And, you know, I think we know enough people who would be excited to, to get on board with us and, and do something with it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you still do like um, actors workshops? Uh, again, I don't have time right, yeah. for that. Either. Right, yeah. They're always nights, always weekends. And no, I don't. I my the way I practice is I just do as many auditions as I can. OK. All right. You know, that's. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. So, but that's yeah. how I do it. Yeah. Are you, I mean, nowadays <laughs> the, the, the world of auditions is changing. A lot of it happening on Skype and FaceTime. Are you kind of doing that as well? Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. And yeah. I don't know, you know, if I'm doing a good job of that or not. But <laughs> you know, I'm doing the best I can to be my own DP. Yes. It's, well, it's the just, lighting is the hardest part about it. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of you. Yeah. Nowadays, you're in the age of submitting videos, and it's not in person. It's kind of a different ball game nowadays, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you still comfortable doing auditions? I am. I am. I tell you, I, I don't usually get nervous. Um, 
when I'm acting. I, I just don't. You know, live theater makes me nervous. You know, when I'm actually doing something live, that's when I get nervous. Um, but behind the, the camera, I, I, I'm comfortable. I don't get nervous. I don't know what it is. But I typically, you know, I'm, I'm not out there, like, completely freaked out usually. You know, I'm, I just know we can do it again, I guess. You know what I mean? I just know there's no, like, you want to nail it, of course, but there's that pressure of like, Hey, there's not a live audience here. And for whatever reason, that's just easier for me. <laughs> Cause like when I did, I did that. Uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, did that kind of surprise you that you weren't nervous? You were comfortable doing it. It was a little bit of a surprise for you or just something like, yeah, this is what I can do. Um, I guess I, no, I, I, okay. You know, I, I, I still, like I said, when I did the theater, I got nervous. Every night before I'd go on stage, I'd want to throw up. You know what I mean? So it was definitely different. And then when I did, um, and I'll bring this up, um, when I did, um, I was a contestant on the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so when I taped that, I, I was nervous beyond nervous because, number one, it tapes in 30 minutes. You don't get a break. It tapes in real time. It's, you know, it's live, but not really. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to stop the tape. If you flub something, you're just going to look like a moron. And I didn't want to look like a moron. I was playing myself. I wasn't playing a character. So that's when I was so nervous, Nick. I couldn't have told you what happened for days after. Like, what did I solve? What puzzle? I, what did I win? I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, I was so blacked out on what had just happened. Yeah, I was just waiting for the episode to come out to fully remember the whole thing. Well, so I do get nervous, but in those type of situations, you know, so it's totally different. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well, thanks for reminding me. I want to talk about you actually were, what is it, like 2014, you were a contestant on the TV show Wheel of Fortune. That's right. Yeah. I was. Um, uh-huh. How did you, how did, did you have to submit? How did you come, how did you become a contestant? Well, getting back to video audition, um, just around that time, Wheel of Fortune started doing video auditions. And so they had just been in town at a casino doing their live with the van type of auditions, and I couldn't make that. So um, I went on their site after just to kind of see what, you know, if they were going to come back again. And then I saw the video audition option. And I thought, oh, okay, great. So I put together a video, sent it in, and quite frankly, kind of forgot about it, you know. Right. Um, four months later, they emailed me and said, hey, we're going to be in your area, St. Paul Hotel. We're going to be interviewing people. We'd like to see you. So great. Uh, went down, and it was, you know, your cattle call style situation. We all went in there, and there's a bunch of us um, in a conference room there at the hotel. And they went through like a mock, you know, hour and a half of playing and, you know, how you're interacting with your people around you. And at an hour and a half, they cut half of us. So they said, you know, thanks, you know, and I made that. And so I did the whole three hour audition. And then at the end, they basically were like, OK, you know, thanks for coming in. If you get a letter, you made it. If not, try again in a year. Boom. So we all leave and you go home and then you just wait. And so it's two or three weeks. And if you don't have the letter by then, you don't get it. You know, and it was close to three weeks. So I thought, oh, I didn't get it. You know, and right at about three weeks, I got the letter saying, hey, congratulations. You know, we want you to be on and give us a call and they had called and they wanted me to go on an earlier show. Like, are you a Disney fan? You know, they wanted me to be on the Disney show or whatever, yeah. which I wasn't yeah. the biggest Disney fan. So then I ended up going on the spa getaway show. Um, and so didn't win the spa getaway to Hawaii, but I did solve three puzzles and win some cash. So it was pretty, pretty sweet. Well, yeah, you didn't, you didn't look like a moron. I mean, you did well. Right? <laughs> I didn't look like a moron. Right. I mean, Right. I could have had a better guess and then won the trip to Hawaii, but at the same time, that would have probably screwed me up on taxes so bad that would it have been worth it? I'm not sure. So I know the girl that went that won, you know, the big money got screwed up on taxes pretty good. So I think winning like just kind of a medium to lesser amount of money on there is actually more beneficial because of the overall, you know, money and tax situation. So 
Um, yeah, it was great. It's Super fun. Like, it's almost like being on a stage, isn't it? You're, the whole process of being on that show is like on a stage, there's an audience watching you, so it's almost like a theater performance, right? Right, exactly. And, you know, it's you. You're not a character. You're you. Yeah. So if you end up on an epic fail reel for the rest of your life, like some of those people do, that's not where I wanted to end up, you know? <laughs> so I didn't, and I was happy with it. So, yeah. And it was so much fun. Pat and Vanna were the nicest. The crew was amazing, and it was just a really great experience from start to finish. Have you watched the episode? I have. Okay. I have. Mm-hmm. So you can watch yourself being yourself? Yes. And like I said, I almost had to watch it just so I could kind of remember. I'm like, what even happened there? Because I would like to watch it back. Because <laughs> once you actually start taping, you know, it's like, boom, you sit around all day waiting. You finally get to your episode and boom, you know, it's like it happens so fast. You can hardly you're just so nervous. It's, it's crazy. So I'm sure you, all your family and friends were asking you all the time about it, right? right. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, a lot of people watch. Isn't it like, do, don't they record the show and then you can't talk about it afterwards until it airs? That's right. I had to be quiet for like six or seven weeks. Oh my so gosh. I couldn't say anything to anybody about it. Yeah. I don't know if I can yeah. do that. That's the, that's the hardest part for me. <laughs> yeah. No, it was hard. It was hard, but... I knew I, I just, I'm like, no, I, I can't say anything. And everybody was like, oh, okay, you know, they got it, you know. So nobody really pressured me, like, tell me, tell me, you know. Um, I probably, like, told, you know, my mom or whatever what actually happened. But, um, like I said, I couldn't remember exactly, like, what was the one puzzle I solved? I don't know because I was just so nervous. I can't remember. <laughs> so, yeah. Do, do they, did they send you a notification when it's going to air? Like, the one that you're on is coming up in a couple of days, or do you just have to continue to watch until it shows up? No, they tell you. They're very communicative. They send you that picture I, you know, I have on Facebook. They they send you those. They're called spot, or they're, you know, they're called howdies. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so they send you those, real nice picture um, of you at your spot on the wheel, and, yeah, they were very communicative. Yeah, they were awesome. Do they ever, I mean, yeah. it's still, like, do they still keep in contact with you? No. Nope. Um, I went back and forth um, with the girl who um, had, you know, worked with me a little bit a couple of times. But no, there's no, you know, back and forth. It's not like I'm going to go on the show again. I wish they would do like a returning players tournament or something, you know. But, you know, they just don't do that on Wheel of Fortune. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have to say, I'm trying to navigate this question, but being on Wheel of Fortune, has it helped you with auditioning for movies or has it changed a little bit for you? No, it had nothing to do with it. It was really just a bucket list thing for me. Um, I grew up with allergies, and to, and I went to the clinic every Saturday to get allergy shots. And you'd have to see her for an hour to make sure you didn't react to the shot. Well, in that hour, my mom and I would always play hangman, so I got really good at basically Wheel of Fortune. So it was just a game I had always played. Yeah, and we always watched it when we were little when they used to, you know, go around and buy prizes and stuff. And just something I always wanted to do, so I just went for it. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, outside of TV commercials and um, the movies and everything, it seems like you've been on a variety of stuff on camera. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Commercials, film, television. Um, I mean, even back in the day, <laughs> my dance team went in and danced for Steve Edelman's birthday. 
on the uh, whatever Twin Cities, whatever that show was back in the day, Twin Cities Today. I know they've replaced it now with something more modern, but, you know, with Steve and Sharon, yeah. So, I mean, all the way back, we were always doing something, you know, performing here, performing there. So, yeah. So I, I think that it's kind of a, and people who are interested in getting into independent movies, being an actress, you want to be in pretty much in anything, really? Any kind of no. exposure kind of helps? I don't think so. Um, I'm not of that mindset. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of know who I want to come out as or who I want to present myself as as an sure. actor. Yeah. So I'm not desperate for the attention and have to be in everything. I'm not looking just... I'm not desperate for screen time and attention like maybe some people are or whatever. You know what I mean? The fame, the popularity, whatever. Yeah. I want to be a good actor. I want to be a good character actor. I want to just be good at what I do and have a good time doing it. I want to produce something that makes people laugh, cry, be scared, think about something they wouldn't otherwise think about. You know, I want to just do quality stuff. And I don't care if I'm in such a character that you don't even know who I am. So I'm not real concerned about that. Um, I just want to do something really, really good all the time. Wonderful. So, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So um, outside of acting and you're interested in writing, are you going to be entertaining the idea of directing? I know I brought it up before. Well, through this project, yes, I will have to. Um, if this thing gets going, I will be directing as well um, with my writing partner. Um, and whenever I choreograph, um, I do kind of end up in the director chair, which is kind of cool. So I guess I've had a taste of that. And you know, it's kind of fun looking at it and kind of saying, okay, maybe we do this or we try that. And it would be quite an undertaking. I certainly would want, like, um, somebody who's done it before next to me. But, yeah, I would be interested in doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's my going to be next question is maybe somebody that's had a little experience to just be on set with you, just, you know, for support and stuff. Um, right. I'm very much looking forward to this idea now that you've we talked about it for such a long time. Um would your next project be some kind of dance-involved movie? No, I wouldn't say it's dance-involved. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, okay. Yeah. I. It's kind of, you know, maybe actor-involved. You know, the, the characters yeah. maybe are actors, but not dancers. Um, but that's as far as I'll go right now because I don't want to give it away because I'm so excited about the fun. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm tap dancing <laughs> yeah. on it, too. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Well, the next question is possibly to entertain the idea of maybe doing dance videos, like a music video. Is that something that interests you? Not really. I, you know, I think I've done the dance for the most part. Um, I feel like if I were to do any kind of dancing now, it would be some character spoofy stuff. I don't think that I would, at my age, feel comfortable doing any kind of a serious dance piece. I just feel like it's it's better suited for younger people they look better doing it they're better at it um i broke my back you know when i was 21 years old and so i'm just not quite you know the same with my back and everything as i was and you know i'm totally fine just to kind of work out and keep my body in shape but i don't necessarily need to dance a whole lot anymore um i'm kind of okay with that like you know people say you want to do this hip-hop video well not really because it's not 1995 anymore and i'm you know i kind of feel like an idiot you know so no <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, Jennifer, uh, before we go, thank you for coming on. This has been so much fun. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks, Nick. It has been fun. Thanks for having me. And, and definitely, once you get your project out and running, you definitely have to come back and we'll have to talk about more stuff. It'll be, it'll be a much, much more, yeah, much more fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. The more, the more uh, we get going on this, I would love to talk more about it. Absolutely, Nick. Yes. Thank you. Yes. yes.
Um, well, thanks again for coming. I'm looking forward to seeing um, the what's the latest movie, The Curse of the Raven. The Curse of Raven Heights. Raven yes. Heights. And then, you know, yep. Yep. But before that, if you're interested, um, um, Laundry Day was a short with Johnny Regep will be out. Um, um, the Kids 50-50 on August 8th. I'm in Lost and Found, Jocelyn Sanchez's film. Lost and um, and Chase will be releasing later this year, too. That's Cole Meyer and H.T. Altman's big project, Chase. Um, a lot of people in the Twin Cities are in that. So keep an eye out for that. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, Jennifer, it's not over till the guest says it's over. Okay. Well, Nick, I will say keep your eyes peeled for me, you guys, because uh, we're trying to work on some good stuff here in Minneapolis. And whoever's listening there that's not in Minneapolis, keep your eyes out for us. Our state's not backing us a whole heck of a lot with financial, uh, you know, tax rebates and all that other kind of stuff. But we sure would like to have your projects here in town. So if anybody's interested, bring your stuff here. We have a lot of talent. And it's not over till the guest says it's over. And I am done. <laughs> <laughs> not over.